Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. All right, guys, good evening, good evening. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We've got an a interesting subject to be talking about tonight. Um, I'm going to go over a few things before we get into it, guys. But um, if you want to give tonight, you can on the Cash App, um, uh, God Save Ministries, um, dollar sign Cash App. If you want to give on there tonight, that's, that's wonderful if you do. Uh, also, uh, if you have a Venmo account, we are on Venmo now at God Seven Ministries, and you can go to uh, the Venmo account and give tonight as well if you feel led of the Lord to give. Um, help us uh, reach reach this harvest for God. Amen. Reach this harvest for God. Um, or you can go to our website at GodSevenMinistries.com. Uh, forward slash partnership you can give on there as well you can give at uh, 236 p.o box blue ridge georgia uh, 3051 3051 no 30513 and that's our p.o box number you can um, uh, send checks if you're going to send a check send it to jason leper right now we are working on uh getting that in uh, God's Heaven Ministries. But if you want to give tonight, that's wonderful. If you don't, um, just pray about it. Uh, help us share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We got a very interesting subject tonight to talk about, and it's called um, The Strategies of Satan, Part 1. Um. I feel that Satan is right now, he's coming to steal, kill, and destroy, but most of all, he's coming to put a spell on people. And I believe that Satan has put a spell on the body of Christ. I believe that he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. I believe that he's trying to destroy marriages across this nation. I believe he's trying to destroy not only marriages, but relationships, um, he's trying to destroy families. We see this stuff going on. And, and not only that, I believe he put a spell on the whole nation uh, with COVID-19. I believe it's a spell from Satan. I, I believe Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. I just believe that tonight. I, I really believe that the strategies of Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And however he might work, whoever he might work through, to do these things, I'm sure you that he is here to steal, kill, and destroy. But who knows? I'm going to do the will of God no matter what, no matter what he throws at me, no matter how he makes me stumble, how, how he makes me fall, or maybe he's tripping me up, or as Paul said, he's hindered me. He hindered Paul. Satan is on his business, I assure you. He's on his business tonight, and he thinks he's winning, but he's not. You you might got my family, 
Come on. You might have my children. You, you might have everything around me, Satan, but I got word to you tonight. You don't have me. You think you have me. You trip me up and try to make me fall. You try to make me bend, but I got word for you tonight, Satan. You're not going to win. Because my Bible tells me no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am more a conqueror through who? Not through Jason, but through Jesus Christ who died on the cross. They overcame by the word of their testimony and the blood of Jesus. And that's what I'm coming to you tonight to tell you because Satan is trying to bring you down and try to steal and kill and destroy from you. But I'm here to tell you tonight, I'm not perfect, but I can tell you a perfect one. And I am a messenger tonight. I'm not the messenger, but I, I, I can tell you there's a messenger here tonight to tell you that he's the, the, the loving one. So all the religious people don't tune in because religious people can't tune in because you got it all together, you see. I don't have it all together tonight. I don't have it all together. Matter of fact, I am still working my salvation out with fear and trembling. And why is that fear? Because it's fear, grace, that taught me the fear. Come on. I said it's grace that taught me the fear. So, if grace taught me to fear, then it's a teacher. It's not an obligation. It's a teacher. See, grace can be a teacher to you. My God. And see, it's funny because Satan tries to get you to stumble and get you to fall to trip you up and then he had condemnation when the Bible said there's no now, there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ. How you know you're in Christ if you don't have condemnation? And see, I'm going to tell you guys something. Satan has tried to trip me up. Let's be transparent for a minute. He's tried to trip me up for many years. He's tried to deceive me many years. Believe me, I've walked into some relationships very deceived. Thought it was one thing when it's another. I'm just preaching truth tonight. And one minute, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people say, well, you know, Jason, you need to stop preaching. Well, you need to, you, you need to make me stop preaching because you know what? You're not going to make me because you didn't call me. You can't sit nobody down that you didn't pick somebody up. Come on. You didn't, you, listen, you didn't stand me up, so you can't sit me down. You can't dictate me because you, you're not ruler over me. God is. And see, whether you like me or not does not determine how God's favor is on my life. You can get jealous of me, envy of me, strive for me, all you want. And can't understand why God still uses me, all you want. You don't have to figure it out. God's done work to that. I'm not going to stop doing God's will because I stumbled. Because see, that's what a lot of you tonight, you have stumbled and you have messed up and Satan has told you to give up. But see, I come by to tell you tonight, it's not about a give up, it's about a get up. And see, a lot of you have been sitting down on God because you done gave up on God. 
And see, a lot of you, a lot of you's done sit down on God because you think you're not worthy of God. But let me tell you something. You wasn't never worthy in the first place. You wasn't never worthy in the first place. This thing's not about you, never was about you. If you're trying to get the showbiz and try to get the camera in front of your face, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, folks. You're trying to get the showbiz, you're trying to get the crowds when you need to be getting the cloud. And see, a lot of you want to get this self-righteous spirit demon on you of judgmental when, when you ain't got nothing together yourself. And see, that's what religious people do. They look down on people that's trying to follow God, and they look down on people that's trying to walk with God, and maybe they make a mistake here and there, and they want to push them all the way down to the ground. And when James says, confess your faults to one another, you may be healed. Listen, we can't confess our faults to a bunch of rock throwers. Ain't nobody going to get healed you start throwing rocks. When all in all, when Jesus watched the people, he said, the first one without no sin. And why did he say first one without no sin? Because there's not one of you watching that don't have a problem with something. There's not one of you watching that don't have a problem in their camp with something. And you have no right to judge me when you are sitting there with problems yourself. Well, I don't have no problem, Brother Jason. You wrong there. You wrong there. I got it all together. You got a problem right there. You called P-R-I-D-E. It's called pride. I whether acknowledge what I'm wrong with than sit there and can't see what I'm wrong with because pride can't see what it's wrong with because you think nothing's wrong with you. Let me tell you something. I messed up to the floor up. Listen, I, I still ain't got it all together. I don't know if I ever will. I don't know. I don't know that yet, but I know that God started a good work in me. He will finish a good work in me until the day that, that he comes get me. I can't stand when people walk around and they act like they just got it all together and they look down on their brothers because they fail, well, guess what? Keep looking down because you're next. Because you've got to understand something. Pride comes before a fall. Listen, a fall don't come before pride. Pride comes before the fall. That's what my Bible says. Read it for yourself. Do your studies. I'm not doing your studies for you. Do your own study. And you see, and, and, and what what it is is people walk around with pride, and that's what we're talking about—the strategies of Satan. And we're going to get into this right quick, guys, because strategies have power. Say to your neighbor, strategies have power. Satan's always got a strategy to bring you down. He's always got a tactic to bring you down. And I assure you, he's going to use that very person to try to bring you down. But I'm going to tell you something tonight, and I'm going to give an end notice to Satan tonight. I'm watching you, and I, I see where you're coming from, and I see who you're working through. And it's not going to work. It didn't last time, and it won't this time. Because let me tell you something. 
You use the last trick the same way, and it's not going to work because I'm going to keep on going for God. I'm going to keep on preaching for God. I'm going to keep on doing for God. I don't give a rip what you think, what you say, how you dictate me. You can't stop me. You can't bring me down. You can't, you, you, you can't shut me down when God has pulled me up. Now, if you don't want to be with me, step aside. I really don't give. I, I really don't give a darn. I really don't. I don't care who's following me. I don't care who I'm married to. I don't care because this call is yes and amen. Listen, I don't care if you're a hindrance. Then God move you because God is about to do something in this generation, and God is tired of the hindrance. Tired of the hindrance, saith the Lord. I'm tired of the hindering. You're either on board or off board. You know, it's kind of ironic. People that people that want to hinder the work of God, they don't want to do nothing for the work of God. Nothing. All they want to do is judge you when you fall, but they don't want to do nothing to get up their self. You know what? I, I you know what? I, I think we should march on. Because in this season, baby, you either on board or you're off board. I'm telling you, God's moving this ship. I'm not playing around either. I told them when I was at As One Ministry, all of them, they, I said, listen, y'all can play around with God all you want, but he's moving this ship. You're either on board or you're off board. You're either on the ship or you're not on the ship. I'm tired of fighting devils on people. You know what I'm saying? And then they blame me. Well, you one that's got the devil. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. I admit when I got a devil, believe me, I admit when I got problems. Can you admit when you got problems? No. Not one word comes out their mouth. They don't have no problems. That's pride, folks. When when you get to a place where you got it all together, that's pride. You'll never have it all together. Why do you think Jesus had see these are the strategies of Satan, guys? Strategies of Satan he uses because pride is a number one killer of your spiritual death. You understand that, right? You understand that pride got Satan kicked out of heaven, right? You understand that that when we find it ironic that we don't need each other and that we don't need God and we don't need uh, instructions from a prophet of God, even though you see the prophet make mistakes. Let, let me assure you one thing, guys. Just because you see these men and women of God make mistakes, now don't get me wrong, I know the Bible says he must be blameless, a good report and all this chuck. I understand that. But that don't that don't give him exception of being a a, a, a exception of uh, exception of fault. We look at King David; he fell with Bathsheba. We look at uh, we look at Samson; he fell with Delilah. Come on, somebody! These are men and women of God that has fallen from God. But I noticed when they did fall, God was the first one there to say, "Look, look! I'm going to tell you something. You did fall." But let me tell you something. I'm going to pick you back up. See, man wants you to fall. They do. They they. they, they. They almost rejoice when you do fall. They do. 
they reject. They, it's almost like they rejoice when you fall. But let's get into this, guys. Let's get into this. I want to show you something here. <clears throat> I'm going to show you something here. Um, and we're in Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. It says, now, so, now the serpent was more subtile. That means smart, guys. Subtile than any, than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and said unto the woman. Now, let's stop right here. I'm going to show you the strategies, how Satan works, and how he gets to people. Why did he come to the woman first? Why did Satan come to the woman? Why didn't he come to the man first? See, 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 I'm going to show you how he works in a family unit first. He don't work in the church, guys. No, 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 no. He don't come to the church first. He comes to the home unit. So he works at home first. That's why That's why James said, how can you run the house of God when you cannot run your home? So let's look at the home unit, how he works in the home unit. Let's go there first. So he goes to the woman, and he says to the woman, notice he didn't go to the man, he went to the woman first. Satan will always come in your home through your wife before he even touches your husband. My God. He will always use a woman to bring a man down. He's always done that, and he always will. It's a strategy that he has won for decades. He always uses he always uses a woman to bring a man down. Always. So we know his strategy here. Watch this. He goes to the woman first in the garden. And yea, has God said that you shall not eat every tree of the garden of the woman said in the serpent. So let's stop right there. What did he hit Eve with? He hit her with doubt. Otherwise, he was trying to convince her, did God say? So he hit her with doubt before anything. How do you know when you got doubt? Because if God tells you something, you should not question it. You should not try to figure it out when God has already worked it out. You see, that is a sign of doubt. When we worry about stuff, that's another sign of doubt in God. When God has already told you, he's going to do it exceedingly and abundantly and above we can ask or think. But it's according to the power that works on the inside of you. You see, he always hits you with doubt and unbelief what God has already told you. And he also hits you when God has sent somebody in your life and you see them fall or you see some fault in them, it does not mean that God didn't send them to you because God, if God told you he sent you something, walk around like you believe it. But we doubt, don't we? 
God, you must not send me her. God, you must not send me him. Or or God, you must not send me this job. uh, We go to doubt. He hits us to doubt because if he can hit you with doubt, your belief system, watch this, but signs and wonders follow those who what? Believe. He's trying to steal your signs and your wonders. He's trying to steal your relationship with God, folks, by doubt. James said it like this. If you ask and waver and in doubt, you will not receive anything of the Lord. You must believe who he is. Instead of Santa Claus. So he hits her with doubt. Because if she gets in a realm of doubt, then she can get in a realm of unbelief, and then he can open her eyes to something else. Come on, somebody. When you start to doubt in God, and what he said was true, see, some folks watching me tonight, some folks watching me tonight, you have doubted in God. God has sent you something, and you have doubted in him. You, you also don't show it with your mouth, but you show it in your actions sometimes when you don't stand on what God, thus saith the Lord. See, you've got to stand on what God has promised you tonight. And God has promised some of you some miracles and breakthroughs, and God is saying, stand on my word. My God, God has gave somebody a prophetic word, and you've got to stand on it. You know what God told me today? He said, son, there's no weapon formed against you will prosper. And he gave me Psalms 91. He said, son, even when you're in trouble, even when you dash your foot against a stone, he said, I'll give my angels charge over you. Listen, God will protect you even when you're in the wrong. Listen, guys, this don't give you power to keep sinning against God. This don't give you power to keep doing wrong. I'm not giving you license to keep practicing sin. I'm telling you, even when you're in a spot you don't want to be in and your spirit is crying out to God, help! So he hits her with doubt. Yea, has God said to eat of the tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent. Listen what she said. We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but the fruit in the tree of the garden, in the midst of the garden, God has said. So she knew what God had said. That proves it. And you know what God has said. But why do you doubt him? My God, my God. <laughs> Hallelujah, I feel the breakers anointing in here tonight. I feel a breakers anointing in here tonight. I'm telling you, I feel a breakers anointing here in Blue Ridge, Georgia. I feel a breaker anointing. Now listen to this, guys. Listen to this. Listen to what he says right here. Yay. You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. 
So the woman knew what God has said. And why did the Satan come to the woman? Because that's his strategy. He has to come through the weaker vessel. As, as Ephesians says, the woman is the weaker vessel, so he has to come through the weaker vessel to bring down the stronger vessel. My God, some of you need to open your ears tonight. I'm telling you, you need to open your ears. This is some good stuff tonight. Listen what he hits her with. You shall not, you shall not surely die. For God doeth know in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall see, you shall be God's knowing good and evil. So he hits her with truth. Well, now wait a minute. God told her to leave it alone, but he tells her the truth. See, sometimes God don't want you to know everything because if he wanted you to know everything, I think he'd tell you everything. He would have said, hey, don't touch that fruit because you will, you will know between good and evil. He didn't want you to know that because if you knew good and evil, you would become like God and pride would hit you. See, pride, listen, God don't mind bringing you up beside him, but, it, but he has to test you and try you so you won't have that pride on you. Because a man going too fast and promoted too fast, my Bible tells me that pride knocks at his door. And that's why God has built my ministry 24 years and it has not blossomed, thank God. He is building me, testing me, trying me, and he's trying me and he's stretching me because one of these days this ministry is going to blow up. It's going to blow out of the seams. But I'm not ready yet, and God's not. He wants me to keep doing what I'm doing and be faithful at it. I don't want to be on TBN. I don't want to, I don't want to go all over the world. If God's not ready for me to go all over the world, God knows my heart. He knows what I'm ready for and what I'm not because one thing I do not want is P-R-I-D-E. I want to stay humble. Now watch this. Verse 6, and then when the woman saw that the tree was good fruit, so she believed him first before she saw. You see, when lust comes, lust shows you a pretty picture first. It talks to you first, and it shows you second. And third, he told her, and then he saw. she saw. Now watch this. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, for food and it, it was pleasant to the eyes, so Satan always paints a pretty picture. Oh, yeah. 
He'll show you your dreams. He'll show you pretty things. He'll show you, oh, this what it could be like. Look at here. Look at there. But in reality, we all know. Come on. We all know what the end's going to come. Watch this. Then your eyes shall be opened. And you shall be as gods. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, pleasant to her eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit, therefore, and did eat, watch this, and gave unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So Satan come through the woman to take down the man. That's how y'all, that's his strategy, guys. That is his strategy. He's used that strategy for years. He brought down Samson to, to Delilah. Come on. To her enticing words. As Proverbs says, watch these women with flattering words, guys. They got words, but they ain't got no actions to show nothing. Show me, don't tell me. Show me, don't tell me. You got pretty words. That's good with words, you know, but your words is cheaper than mustard. Your words is, you know, mustard's pretty cheap. Mustard is pretty cheap. Now watch this. Let's carry on right quick, guys. Right quick. Let's carry on with this. And then when the woman saw, let's go here. And verse 7, and the eyes of them both were open. So both of them was possessed, and both of them was seeing a whole different realm. Both of them had doubted in God, and, 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 and that's how you're going to be separated from God. Let me tell you something. Let me just stop right here. The only way you're going to be separated from God is through your doubt and unbelief. You know that? If God has promised you something, you've got to believe in him. Listen, you got to believe that he's real. you got to believe he's who he says he is. He's here tonight. He's here tonight, guys. He's here. I'm telling you, he's here. Watch this. So now he's got them separated from God because they didn't believe in what God said. So their unbelief, come on. What, what does the Bible say, guys? I'm not one that one shall perish, but all come to repentance. Listen, you got to believe in the Lord Jesus in your heart and shall be saved. Listen, you got to believe. Quit doubting. Watch this, guys. And the just shall live by faith, too. I'm just telling y'all. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard, watch this, guys, watch this. See, you can't look at God. They couldn't look at God, but they heard God. My God. Even in your sin, you can hear God. I don't care. Even in your doubt and unbelief, you can hear God. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Now, we all know a voice can't walk. 
That's because they heard him walking. So they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and Eve hid themselves. See, sin will always hide. That's why I just told my wife. That's why I come out and open with things because, listen, if you're hiding things, I'm sure you, sin is in your heart. Oh, yeah. You're guilty. You're trying to hide something. And when you hide sin, see, sin makes you hide things. That's what sin does. See, when you're not, when you're sinless, you don't hide nothing. But when you're sin, when you're living in sin and you're doing things wrong, you hide it. And you don't want nobody. And some people will never, ever uncover nothing until they're exposed. They won't. They'll hide that thing until it's exposed. But I'm here to tell you tonight, and I feel the prophetic coming on me tonight, you will be exposed. Come on. You will be exposed. If you don't come out and open and confess it out and open it right now, I promise you God is fixing to expose everything about you. And don't think he can't because God can expose just like he exposed the White House. He exposed that stuff. Guys, I'm telling you, it's easier to come out and open it with these things or to let God expose you. You don't want that. He will embarrass you. I don't want to be exposed by God. No, 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 sir. But he will expose you, and it's going to happen. Now watch this. They hid themselves in the presence of the Lord and God amongst the trees of the garden, and God called unto Adam. Now, why didn't he call unto Eve? I want to show you this right quick, then we're going to get off here, guys. Why did, why did God come to Eve? I mean, why did God come to Adam? And Satan came to Eve. Come on. Because Adam was something God had created first. And actually God took Adam, Eve from Adam. He didn't come from God. She didn't come from God. She come from Adam. So anything that come from God has to answer to God. Now, I'm not saying the woman didn't come from God neither, but God created her from him. And that's why the woman should be in submission to her husband in everything. Whether he's wrong or right, it don't matter. If he's following God to his best ability, you got to follow him. Watch this. Well, thou, he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself, and he said, and he said, who told you that you were naked? See, God didn't ever tell you that. Matter of fact, you believe Satan lies and that's what he's telling you right now. Oh, it's over. It's done. Don't believe his lies. 
God has not spoke that yet. Watch this. I heard your voice walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves. Listen. God called unto Adam, where art thou? He said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid and naked. And he said, who told you you were naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Wherefore I commanded thee that thou should not eat. And the man said, the woman you gave me, and see, this is how you know when you're living in sin too, you blame it, you blame it on everything but... <laughs> The truth. You, you do. You start doing the blame game. If I wouldn't have done this, if if it, you know, you was gonna do it anyways. So hush. All right, watch this. The woman who you gave it to be with me, she gave me a tree. Watch this. And I did eat. But why did God have to find this stuff out? The Bible says, surely your sins will find you out. But I'm going to tell you something. You don't need it to find you out. You need to confess it out. See, the problem with the church is we're so scared of people going to throw stones at us, and we're so scared to confess it, we just want them to find it. Well, let me tell you something. You don't want God to find it because then there's punishment. But if you'll confess it, you might skip the punishment. My, 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 my. Who told you that thou were naked? Has thou eaten of the tree? Watch this. And the woman you gave me to be with, she gave me of the tree and did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent begot me. Here she goes with the blind game too. They all, they all do the blind game. And the Lord God said to the ser- and, and, and the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this. Now watch this. Who gets punished first? Did the man get punished first? Nope. Did the woman get punished first? Nope. Who got punished first? The one that started the problem. My God, my God. Some of you need to hear that. Satan has started your problem. I'm telling you, God is coming to judge Satan. I'm telling you, he's coming to judge Satan. Yeah, you're going to reap what you sow. If you come out the right way, you can get out of it. See, my kids, I'm going to say this, and and I'm going to close this down, guys. But my kids... I used to have to catch them in the act of something, and it was worse if I caught them. Then they would come confess me and say, Dad, I've done it. I would let them go. I would. I said, you know what? You're so honest, and, and, and you and I, I can tell you feel bad of what you've done because you, 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 you didn't want to hide it from me. So see, it's better to come out and open to God and say, God, I'm going to make this right because I believe if I do, my punishment will not be as bad. And 90% of the time, they they didn't get punished if they come out and I didn't have to find it. But if I had to find it, it was 10 times worse.
Come on. You know why that is? Because God looks because of a person admits to what they're doing wrong. God looks at it as a true repentive heart. But a person, he has to find their sins out. Then they want to keep doing them. Come on. They want to keep doing them. Because they don't want nobody to find their sins out. Because they love what they're doing. Maybe I confess mine because I don't love what I'm doing. Paul said, I want to do good, but there's something in me that lies in me that just don't want to do good. There's a part of you tonight that wants to do good, and there's a part of you that don't. It's called warring after your flesh. It's flesh. There's nothing good in this flesh, guys. You know, I, I pray a prayer every day. God, deliver me from myself. I do. I, and, and then I ask God, Lord, keep me when I can't keep my own self. I pray that every day. And he does. He keeps me. Because I'm my own worst nightmare. So, guys, these are some strategies of Satan. I'm going to stop right there for tonight. These are some strategies of Satan. Strategies of Satan. Strategies of Satan. And I want you to find a key of strategies, how Satan works. Because he does got a strategy the way he does things. And I just taught you some tonight how he comes in the family unit. He always comes through the woman first. He, he does. I'm sorry, women. I'm not. I'm not picking on you tonight, but he comes through the woman to get to the man. And this is how he works. He's not going to come to that man. He's going to come to the woman to bring down the man. Oh yeah. And see, see, see. Proverbs says a woman that fears the Lord shall be praised. Listen, a woman that keeps her house. Listen. You, you got to keep your mind on God, ladies. Keep your mind on God. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in tonight. God bless everyone tonight. God bless, God bless, God bless. And y'all have a wonderful afternoon, wonderful afternoon. And remember, strategies of Satan. And we're going to get into part two of this. This is going to go on. We, there, Satan's, Satan's got all kind of strategy. All kind of strategies. He's got strategies at your workplace, and I'll show you that in Ephesians 6. I'll show you that later on in part two in Ephesians 6. Strategies of Satan. Strategies. All right, guys. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful evening.